0: The two roads you can go down is one, give it a go and and see what happens and, and try and make the most out of it and gain new experiences or to just do nothing. And just, you know, it's you'll not be you'll be in exactly the same place as you were before the workshops uh, if you don't do anything. I mean, you'll never you'll never regret something that you do do you'll only regret the stuff that that you don't do i mean in in 10 years time or 20 years time you'll be thinking Ugh, you know i should have done that that workshop just to see what would happen
1: good morning good morning good morning it's not morning where you are
0: it still is yeah another 15 minutes of morning
1: yeah have you had have you had a productive day so far
0: Uh, productive day this morning was editing episodes of this show so yes very productive
1: yeah but you seem to do that you don't seem to have too much problems with editing this show
0: it's well now I've got into a got into a groove and got into the I can do it a lot easier than at the start it took me a lot longer and now I've got it down to to a fine art and, and can can edit it pretty quickly and I can I used to have to like make notes of when when we had stuff we wanted to edit out or wanted to change, but now I just kind of put on the episode and listen and kind of live edit it um, as I go. So it's uh, I've definitely gotten a lot better at, at the editing anyway.
1: Yeah, I feel bad leaving that responsibility to you.
0: No, I don't mind. It's quite enjoyable. It's quite therapeutic. It's not the uh, it's something completely different from design, and it's it's. Yeah, it's it's just a, uh, it's another. I like having another variety, or uh, I like having a bit more variety in my in my daily routine and and my work. And it's nice to have something that's not uh, in Photoshop or uh, you know not illustration and just something different. That just uh, I think we talked about that in one episode on on having having a bit of variety and doing different different tasks so that you're like editing the podcast is sort of you kind of you can switch off a part of your brain to because it's quite a a bit repetitive and uh, it allows you to you know think in the back of your head you know figure out problems and stuff so I quite like the I quite like the the editing part as well
1: yeah but it's never pleasant listening to yourself speak over and over again (laughs) your voice always sounds so different to what you think it sounds like don't you yeah
0: yeah definitely that's, yeah, but you kinda of just get used to it now, after thirty whatever. What, this is episode thirty three Wow,
1: gosh, so, yeah, now I mean I do minute. listen to them anyway, mm-hmm. just to make sure that we we're doing good anyway, that's not what we're talking about. It's today. not
0: what are we talking about?
1: We're talking about conquering your fears, um, which I kind of interpret as doing things to step outside of your comfort zone, which mm-hmm. I think a lot of people have trouble with because it really isn't easy to edge yourself out of your comfort zone. It entails subjecting your body to the uneasiness of nerves. I don't know how you handle nerves, but for me it's feeling sick, light-headedness, butterflies in my tummy, mm-hmm. horrible butterflies. And none of those feelings are... Pleasant, So, of course, logically, most people, therefore, try to avoid them by not edging themselves out of their comfort zone. And I use that word edging purposefully instead of pushing because if you're, although this isn't related to um, business, but if you're is Heights, for example, doesn't mean you should go and do a bungee jump. It can mean attempting an indoor rock climbing class, which is obviously very different to bungee jumping, but still applies an element of heights and facing your fear. So today that's what I I wanted to kind of talk about. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of facing facing things that do scare you in a kind of work web business capacity and yeah. stepping outside of your comfort zone.
0: Yeah, I mean, if we're talking about, so we're talking about the people listening to this are people who want to set up a, a business doing what they love. And they may be at different stages in that in that process, but at some point you've been, doing a job that you're there that's not doing what you love and you're wanting to move into something unknown. So there fear is a big aspect to that and it's something that that I've certainly experienced whenever I'm moving from from the nice safe uh position in a you know working for someone else to to the the unknown of, of working for yourself and there's the fear of will I get enough get enough work? Will I be able to sustain myself? Would I, yeah, will there, will there be stuff I don't even uh, know that will come up? You know, the, there's a lot of, it seems very scary to, to set up your own business and be completely self-sufficient. And that there's, there's going to be an element of fear when you're making that journey from, nice and safe job to throwing it all away to to follow your dream and and set up your own business so it's it's a it's an interesting aspect to to the doing what you love journey that uh, I think will be interesting to talk about.
1: And you think that there are a lot of people who have this fear of stepping out and going on their own and instead of facing that fear they're just stuck in their job because they're too scared to to do To do something about it, yeah, that's think there are a lot of people like that.
0: Uh, it's uh, it's definitely a being in a nice, safe, yeah, like you said, your comfort zone, and being in a being at a job that you know is um, is still going to be there for you, and and it's nice to. It's easy to to fall into the trap of feeling safe and and doing doing a job that's that's okay and is not really what you want. I mean a lot of people will stay stay in that safe position but I'm thinking the people that are listening to this show are people who have who have a bit of a dream to to do something different and to to be ambitious enough to set up something that they set up a business of their own doing something that they love and and taking a chance so but it's still you know fear is still a it's still an aspect to that it's still it's still part of the process you're still gonna if it if there was no fear involved in setting up your own business doing what you love then everybody would be doing it
1: oh yeah i said that the other week when i was having a really tough week with business and i thought if it was easy everybody would be doing it yeah absolutely working for themselves so if you if you don't conquer your fears if you don't force yourself to step outside of your comfort zone what's the alternative to that cuz i was thinking about that and obviously The alternative to not facing your fears is feeling comfortable um Mm -hmm. and but I believe that that with comfort and with that kind of state of neutrality where you're not really pushing yourself to do things that scare you I think you then don't reach your full potential you don't you don't live the lifestyle you truly want. You don't improve your confidence. You're potentially shutting yourself off to other possibilities and experience. So I think there. It's easier said than done, but there is so much to be gained from conquering your fears. So that's what I was thinking. What's the alternative if you don't conquer your fears and step outside of your comfort zone? What's the alternative? Yeah, I mean, the, the
0: the risks are are higher when you're going into b- business for yourself, but the rewards are also higher. So you'll have a you'll have a lot more control over your over your working life and and you'll have a lot more control over the the decisions that are made in the business and there are a million other reasons to to set up a business doing what you love you know you'll enjoy working uh, you'll enjoy you know what you're doing every day so there there are a million a million different reasons to to set up your own business but yeah there are risks involved uh, as well and that's something you need to that you need to just think sensibly about and have have good backup plans and, and have, you know, have a bit of money in the bank while you're setting it up so that uh, if things go wrong, you know, it's not, it's not that you, it's a, it fails at the first hurdle, you know, I think fa- fear of failure is a big, is a big thing that keeps people in their, in their comfort zone as well. And and we talked about that in episode five uh, on failure. We looked at it from the, from the point of view of of people who are this kind of culture of celebrating failure so that that's worthwhile to go back and listen to that one, but the yeah staying in a in a comfortable position in your in your comfort zone is is can be quite tempting and and but I think the people listening to this are are the people who have a little bit of who who actually want to get out there and and do something, but there may be the fears holding them back a little bit
1: well, I have a question, so since you've been talking about. People, you know, having that fear of stepping out and working for themselves. Y- you've done that, so are you saying that you have no other fears now?
0: In no, relation no. To your I work,
1: mean, like now, that's you've done the scariest bit.
0: Yeah, you'll, you'll, there'll always be, um, be things that you're that you're uh, that you're worried about in your, especially when you're working for yourself, and then that that's never going to go away. I mean, the, the, the fear there that that I won't, uh, I won't be able to to keep finding new clients or like the, the industry will move in a different direction. That sort of stuff is, is, you know, concerns that you have to, you have to think about, but I'm also, I I also know that I'm able to adapt whenever things, whenever things change and in a changing industry, I mean, I've gone from web design to more iPhone app design and I enjoy it a lot more, but it's, you know, there's a, there's a shift in the, in the industry or the, I mean, the industry changes all the time, but you have to be, you have to adapt and, and, and move with it. And you have to, you have to have your own style and your own, you have to bring, you know, something to the table that only you can bring. And that's, that's what, uh, that's what I'm trying to do. But I mean, there's always going to be concerns and there's always going to be worries that I have with regards to my business, especially as, especially since, you know, me working every day and that, that, I mean, that continuous stream of, stream of work is what, is what, you know, pays my bills. And, and so, I mean, if that stops, if that dries up, I mean, what do I do then? You know, where do I go next? And, I mean, I, I do, I, I'm in this trans, another transition period where I want to go more into, into just doing my own projects instead of doing mostly client work. So that's, uh, I also have fear there that it'll be, that i won't make enough money off my off my own projects in order to in order to be self sufficient and 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 live off of that so then i'm thinking you know will i then go back into client work or do i have to mix the two so i mean there's a lot of concerns there uh, even at this stage it's not that i'm it's not that i'm at the the finishing line here i'm still very much in the middle of it and i think you always are like you're always you always have to change and and you're whatever your business is, it's never going to be, it's never going to remain the same for the next 50 years. It's it's always going to be changing and you're going to have to, yeah, accepting change is a big part of, is a big part of this as well.
1: I thought I would share my own experience of the kind of fears that I've had and have been facing and why I think that's been a good thing. Do you mind if I do that? Go for it. Okay. I don't even know if I worded that sentence correctly, but you you know what I meant.
0: I'll go back and edit it.
1: Okay. So I know that recently we have been talking a lot about public speaking. We did an episode very recently and uh, called Preparing for Your First Speaking Gig. And you, Paddy, mentioned that you don't really have to deal with a whole lot of nerves when it comes to speaking, which is, is fantastic. But I really do. And I know I'm not alone in that. Um, it terrifies me. I lose sleep and the build-up. I lose my appetite. I have one of those funny tummies, you know, that goes upside down and and my heart's in my mouth. And uh, none of that stuff is very pleasant to go through. But I do it anyway because I think that it benefits my business and in many ways it also benefits me as a person. Now, to take a further step out of my comfort zone in regards to speaking to an audience and, and you know this cause I think we've mentioned it here before, but I've somehow landed a wee fortnightly slot on live TV mm-hmm. and it goes out to 2 million people. Okay. And it's live. Like that's insanely terrifying to me. Whatever nerves I feel with public speaking are multiplied by Thousands in this scenario. Like sometimes it's so bad, I genuinely think I'm going to faint. So suddenly speaking at a conference to an audience of 200 odd people doesn't seem as daunting as it used to to me compared to live TV that's broadcast to 2 million people. Mm -hmm. And my point there is that just by consistently edging out of your comfort zone, the things that once did seem so scary to you soon become you know tolerable so that's why I think it's just it is very important to constantly push yourself and edge yourself out of it further and further Mm -hmm.
0: but you have to look at all at all of it in perspective as well I mean when you yeah like you said now being on tv with two million people looking at you doing a doing a speaking gig for 200 people doesn't seem that much of a of a big deal in, in comparison but I mean if you've never done a speaking gig speaking gig Speaking to two hundred people is a is a really big deal, you know. So it's it's oh, yeah, yeah. You have to you have to think about the next step as well. Like now for me, my worries are. I think your worries are always about the next step. So my worries are now about me getting rid of client work and going into and going into um business. You know, doing my own projects. But I mean, when I was working for a company, my worries were. Am I going to find enough clients? Is my work good enough that, that people that people will want to to pay me? And and you know how will I handle my own contracts and accounts and and invoicing and all of that sort of stuff? I mean, those are all my concerns then. But I mean, now that I've done that, I mean that I'm I'm not concerned about about invoicing or my price or, or contracts or any of that. My concerns are now about the next step. So I think that's that's something you have to think about as well. Is is yeah, your concerns are always about what's coming up, the unknown. And once you actually just take a take a leap of faith and actually do something, then you'll realize it's not it's not really that bad and you can look back on it and learn from it and worry about the the next step in the process.
1: I can't even imagine having a point in my life where there isn't something that is concerning me. Like, oh, how do I say this? there isn't something bigger and scarier that I'm working towards. I can't imagine being that person who just wants an easy life and doesn't want to push themselves. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, some people have it and some people don't. It's just the, some people like to just feel safe and they're, they're, they're happy and what they're in their comfort zone and just going about day-to-day day the, the yeah but have stuff. you
1: seen that we there's a really famous we um not graph like a wee illustration of um i'm sure you've seen it it's everywhere of a, a, your comfort zone and it and it it's a wee drawing off it and then and then it has a wee circle outside of it and says this is where the magic happens
0: mm-hmm. have I, ha- you seen I don't that? think i've seen that no but we'll stick it in the show notes
1: it's, it's just a good reminder, um, but yeah, I think that the more the more you do things that scare you, the more accustomed to dealing with the symptoms of fear you'll become. Yeah, definitely. And that's that. Yeah, and that's that. Who doesn't want to to get you know a bit more comfortable with discomfort? Mm-hmm. Um, but another another kind of thing that I face as well, and I think a lot of people face in our industry is. Just a fear of sharing my work, mm-hmm. like publishing a blog post and even recording this podcast because, oh my goodness, what if somebody disagrees with you? Or, oh my goodness, what if you say something wrong? Sharing your work leaves you wide open to scrutiny. And that's quite scary. And that's an, that's a, quite a prominent fear that I still have, even though I do publish to my blog and I do record this podcast. But that's the whole point. I just... I would never let it become so overpowering that it never let me do anything.
0: Yeah, but yeah, you that's a that's a lesson that's worth learning about about criticism and and what people think. I mean, you're always no matter what you do, you're always going to have people that disagree with you and people that that don't like what you do. 100% of the time, you can't you can't please everybody. Trying to please everybody and doing things that are sort of safe that's yeah, quite a boring A boring way to way to live I mean you might as well if you're going to have people disagree with you you might as well do interesting stuff and and take some chances and make stuff that that polarizes people I mean some people will be really passionate about what you're doing and love it but I mean you're going to get people that that hate it and that's just that's where the interesting stuff is that's 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 where that's where the fun work is that's where you have to it's a lot more fun to do that than just doing kind of beige gray work that that people go oh yeah it's okay
1: yeah i'm sure i read a quote somewhere that said something along the lines of if you do have people disagreeing with you it means you're doing something right
0: yeah absolutely
1: but anyway i was thinking like okay how do you how do you get past that fear paddy like do like because for me i was thinking it really helps to actually sit down and think about where you want to be next year or where you want your business to be next year. Yeah,
0: visualizing the successes, yeah.
1: Yeah, and and when I say spend a bit of time doing it, remember we talked about the five whys and we like encourage people to spend, like set aside an hour or whatever to to do that. I I mean that kind, like really Mm -hmm. think about it, where you want to be next year, where you want your business to be next year. And um, obviously most people want their business to grow right mm-hmm. and and not necessarily in terms of adding staff and getting bigger, but growing your revenue, adding more products, or creating a new position for yourself altogether, like you want to step away from client work and do your own thing yeah the
0: the, so, the what I think the the best way of doing that is like we've mentioned many, many times is is thinking about your goals and be specific, like wanting your business to grow, wanting to get more customers. How many more customers do you want to get? I mean, what's realistic? And then you can, then you have something real that you can work towards. Just having a vague goal of, I want more customers and I want to, I want to have more brand awareness and, and, you know, I want to have more revenue by the end of next year. That's really vague. But if you have, I want to get at least 5,000 new customers by this time next year. I mean, that's a real goal that you can work towards. That's a real goal that in six months you can see, am I halfway there or am I? Nowhere near the goal, and I have to reassess. You know what I was thinking, or am I? Have I already achieved my goal? I mean, once you have something real, once you have a you know a flag planted in the ground, then it's it's then it becomes then it becomes a lot easier to to get over those fears and and actually reach those goals.
1: Yeah, and once you've set those goals, once you know exactly what it is you want to do, you might have to try different things to get there. You might have to try new things to get there, and sometimes. You might have to do things that scare you, things that you're not 100% comfortable with. Like You have to really put yourself out there. And everybody has that choice. Do they do those things that scare them or do they choose to avoid them? Everybody has that choice. Mm -hmm. So, right, so here's the thing, okay? Here's this very real thing that I've been um, thinking about. I really need to set more time aside to think about what I want to achieve next year and get really specific but I've next year, I've already been booked to host a few photography workshops in the first quarter, which is really exciting. But I've never done that before. This is like, this is new territory to me. And I'm terrified about it. I'm worried that people don't get value from it. I'm worried that I'm, imagine I'm asked a question that I can't answer. I'm worried that I don't have the authority to to lead a class. So how do I overcome that? You know, well, well, firstly, it's worth remembering that there's a reason that I've been asked to host these workshops. People trust that I can deliver. Yeah. Secondly, photography is a huge part of my life and I have, a, I've made a really nice side business out of it and I know my way around a camera. I'm confident with a camera. I'm confident in my abilities. Thirdly, is there such a word as thirdly? Uh, Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you can just go like thirdly, fourthly, fifthly.
0: You can go, yeah, I think you can go as high okay. as you want. Hundreds. Hundredthly.
1: <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> thirdly, I've already done a bunch of stuff this year that's tested me and pushed me. So why not try something new next year? Mm-hmm. You know, and similar to what I mentioned earlier about being afraid of um, heights and instead of doing the bungee jump, just doing the indoor rock climbing. This year I started Glasgow Photo Walk and you know, and leading that class and teaching them stuff and taking them around with their cameras. That's um that's me already kind of dipping my toe into the workshop territory and yeah. yes, that was scary, but now I'm doing it on a much bigger scale. But I started small and I can draw from my experience of doing that. So yeah, doing that next year, it's new, it's scary. But I've already done things this year that scared me, so why not take it even further next year?
0: Yeah, but I mean, you have to think about what's your what's the alternative, right? You've got this this offer to do some some workshops next year, and you've got the fear of of you know what if they ask a question that I don't know, or you know what if I'm uh, what if I'm nervous when I'm doing it, or what if people don't enjoy it? I mean, you've got all that that fear there, and your two alternatives, the two roads you can go down is one, give it a go, and and see what happens and and try and make the most out of it and gain new experiences or to just do nothing and just, you know, it's, you'll not be, you'll be in exactly the same place as you were before the workshops. uh, If you don't do anything, I mean, you'll never, you'll never regret something that you do do. You'll only regret the stuff that that you don't do. I mean, in in 10 years time or 20 years time, you'll be thinking, you know, I should have done that, that workshop just to see what would happen if you, if you never did it, you know, you'll never know what, what came, would have came out of it, you know. And the the what's the worst thing that, that could happen is, you know, you'll have an experience that you're going to learn from and you're going to, you're definitely going to be better the next time you give a workshop.
1: Yeah, totally. Like it's just so important to say yes to things that scare you, and um, and who knows where this could, what this could grow into. I might even enjoy it, and it, this might be a whole other aspect of my business that wasn't here this year. You, you know, that's that's really valuable. But I mean, what I'm just trying to say is to people listening, spend some time really thinking about where you want to be in the next year. Like Paddy said, set your goals, get really specific, identify the things that you need to do that make you feel uncomfortable. And instead of dismissing those things and thinking maybe one day you'll be ready to do that. No, try those things now. Do those things now.
0: Yeah, absolutely. There's, that's one of the the biggest points I want to make is there's never a, there's never a right time. There's never a perfect time to, to do something. If you're if you're going from say a, a full-time job and you to setting up your own business, I mean there's never going to be a perfect time where you've got enough money put together and the your the perfect location for your business pops up and you have the the right amount of uh, you have everything you'll need all the the raw materials you'll need and you'll have all the experience you need. It's never going to be the perfect time before for you to start setting up your own business or taking that that chance so you might as well just do it now and get started and make a take a little leap of faith and and yeah do sensible planning but I mean if you're going to be waiting around for the perfect time it's never going to come and you're always going to be able to make up excuses like oh yeah I don't really want to open my own coffee shop because I yeah I can't find the perfect location or I don't have enough experience making coffee or I can't find the staff or I don't know about hiring people and setting up my own business that way. Or I can't find the, I mean, you you can come up with a million reasons not to do something, but I mean, there's never going to be a,
1: there's never going to be a right time. I think that's a nice note to end on. Although Paddy, what if somebody listens to this episode and quits their job? Is that a good thing?
0: Uh, you should, well, like we said, you should be, you make those sorts of decisions sensibly. You should listen and, to I quit. Yeah. What, what episode number was that? We'll oh put it gosh, in the show you, notes, but yeah, yeah. There, we did a whole episode on, on how to, yeah, quit your job and, and the stuff you need to think about beforehand and planning. That, that's a really good episode to listen to. But yeah, I mean, you have to, you have to take the leap sometime and you can't just wait for a for the the perfect time because it it doesn't exist. it's never gonna come up so the making a making that decision is is a bit scary, but I mean what perfect scenario are you are you waiting for what's gonna what you know stars have to align before you would actually do that so if you if you think about that realistically. you'll know if you uh, yeah I'm never going to do this or otherwise I I need to just do it now So
1: yeah do you want to look back in the past year and think wow I haven't done anything substantial with that time I haven't even inched towards my goals no you you don't want to be that person I don't want you to be that person (laughs) okay you've been listening to Working Out you can reach us at info at working out podcast podcast (laughs) <laughs> dot com. Or tweet us at working out show. Thanks. Good stuff. Bye.
0: Talk to you later.